This is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping engineers succeed in work and life. The show is hosted by engineering enthusiast Anthony Fasano and Chris Knutson. Both are professional engineers who found success early in their careers and now work together to help other engineers do the same. Now it's showtime. Hello, this is Anthony Fasano, and this is the show for engineers and technical professionals who want to succeed in both work and life. All right, today's episode, I'm going to talk to Josh Hine, who's a listener of the podcast, and this is part of our series that I've been calling the Game Changing Career Moves series. It's part of my research for a book I'm going to put together on this topic, which is basically meant to present to you game changing career moves, ideas, or actions that you can take as an engineer to drive massive growth in your career. And the one that we're going to discuss with Josh, which is one that I think a lot of people have on their mind, is this idea of, first of all, moving from one company to another, right? So leaving your job, making a transition. And in Josh's case, specifically from a smaller engineering company to a bigger one. So he talks a little bit about thinking through the decision-making process. He also talks about how a recruiter found him on LinkedIn I'm going to touch on LinkedIn a bit at the end of the episode in the Take Action Today segment because you'll hear in the interview that for Josh, this was a game-changing move in a positive way. And if his LinkedIn profile wasn't up to snuff, he wouldn't have even had the decision to make. So before we get into the conversation with Josh, I want to take a moment to recognize our sponsor for today's episode, PPI. And actually, I have some exciting news. PPI, our exclusive exam prep podcast sponsor, is giving away $100 Amazon gift cards every month to listeners of this podcast. For more information on how to qualify, make sure to listen to my announcement later on in this episode. All right, now I'd like to introduce our guest for today's episode, just so you get to know him a little bit before we dive into the conversation. Josh is a sustaining engineer for generic in the home standby division where he works with production to troubleshoot and solve any issues that arise during the build process. All right, now let me give you a quote related to today's topic to bring us into the main segment. The quote is from Stephen Covey, I am not a product of my circumstances. I am a product of my decisions. All right, now it's time to jump into the main segment of our episode. This is yet another episode in our game-changing career move series where we're interviewing engineers about some of the things that they did in their career that drove the biggest change, that 80-20 approach. And today we're welcoming in Josh to the podcast. Josh responded to the survey that we put out and his response was, and I'll read it here, At my soon-to-be previous company, there wasn't any room to advance as it was a small company, less than 100 people. To give me an opportunity to advance, I've taken a new position at a larger company that has a more structured ladder and allows for more advancement. So Josh, welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. Thanks. So Josh, let's start off by telling our listeners what kind of work you do, just as a little bit of an intro. Okay, well, I'm a mechanical engineer for... Uh, generic power systems. Right now, I'm currently working as what they call as a sustaining engineer, so kind of like a product support role. So that helps with the transition from the design team to the manufacturing. So any issues or questions they have pertaining to a design, they will come to me with. And if I'm unable to 
point them in the right direction, I can go to my counterparts on the design team for those answers. Okay. So you're like uh, an intermediary kind of, or? Kind of, yeah. All right, great. So you're dealing with people in the company just on different teams. Correct. Let's dive in here to the topic, which I think is a good one, because I think a lot of engineers in their career get to a point where they either notice that they're not, they don't have the ability to advance in their company, that they're limited, or they don't notice, unfortunately, and they get stuck there for a long time and they lose out. So we want to help them with today. So take us back to your situation where you're working with your old company. How did you start to realize that you didn't have the room for growth? So I'm, I guess, pretty green when it comes to industry experience. I only graduated from college a few years ago. But I was just seeing like friends and college classmates that were going through like promotions and upgrades. So that's kind of when I started looking into what needs to be done for me to be able to advance and if there were any advancement opportunities within my previous company. And speaking with my manager at the time, things weren't really structured very well for much advancement. So that's kind of when I started looking around, I guess, and seeing looking for other options. So when you say they weren't structured, you mean like there wasn't a clear path that was laid out for you? Kind of. More so that there was the engineering manager, and then there was the group of four or five engineers that were strictly like design engineers, really. And even though everybody was on a different pay scale, they're all really doing the exact same work. So in order for me to advance, the only place would be to go to the engineering manager or to go to, and then the only person above him was the president of the company. So it wasn't as if there was a very formal structure or you could see where you were headed in the company. It was kind of just like, not that it was disorganized, but it just wasn't as broken down or as clear as it could be for someone who's trying to think about how they're going to move up in a firm. Yep. And I think that kind of like the small company aspect limited the ability to have that. So something that kind of came with the territory, I guess, of being within that small company. So you got to the point now where you've recognized this, and then how do you go from there? What does your thought process look like from there once you've identified that this is probably a problem? I don't know. I really wasn't, I mean, being young still, I really wasn't in much of a hurry on LinkedIn. Like if some jobs came up on like that may be interested, just take a look at them. If something piqued my interest, then I'd move forward with it. But it wasn't really a, a jump all in and go on a full out job hunt type of thing. It was just kind of let them come to me and just take it from there, I guess. So you took more of a laid back approach, but it was on your mind and you knew that probably you were going to have to make a move. We're just seeing what was out there. Yep. And how did it eventually it happen? Did something come to you or? Yeah, actually uh, a recruiter within the company I'm with now reached out to me, found my profile on LinkedIn and a background experience, asked if I'd be interested in, in working for them. He sent me some job descriptions for multiple positions, told me to apply and he would try and set up interviews for me. There's a couple of things that we can all take away from this. One of the bigger takeaways that I wanted to get across to our listeners and the reason I want to have Josh come on is because this idea of identifying stagnation in your career or identifying, or not even stagnation, but just realizing that the atmosphere that you're in is not supportive of growth that you want is a big deal. I mean, it doesn't, like Josh is saying, laid back, I kind of noticed it. But the thing is, is that if you don't recognize that and you end up staying in a company for multiple years and you're stunting your growth, that can come back to haunt you. Because especially when you're a younger engineer, those younger years are important for your growth overall. Like when you look back on your career, you want to be able to say like, man, 
I got out of the gate. I had a really good young career with this company and it got me going in the right direction. And if you don't do that, it could affect where you end up five or 10 years down the road. So that's like the big thing. Like I would say that that's a huge career game changer of recognizing that or not recognizing it. The difference between it's big. But then beyond that, after Josh recognized it, he took a little bit more of a laid back approach, understandingly, because he was younger. So it wasn't like he had to get out of there ASAP. But that being said, he was found through LinkedIn, which again, speaks to something else that you could see as a big career changer potentially is your online profile reputation. Josh, talk about that. Were you like pretty avid LinkedIn user or did you have like a pretty good profile? How did that look when they found you? I like to think I had a pretty good profile. I mean, I tried to keep it updated maybe once a month at least, but I'd go on there maybe two, three times a week and just kind of cruise through the the news feeds and look at any like job openings that pop up on like the little side panels there. And I mean, I had an idea of companies I'd like to work for just being from the area and there's such good manufacturing facilities and companies to work for that I kind of had an idea of who I wanted to work for. And so I kind of helped narrow the search down, but I'd say just two or three times a week, just checking in. That's important. We talk a lot about LinkedIn on the podcast and how important it is. And really, it's great to be active on LinkedIn, checking in here and there, maybe getting involved in the discussion. But I think just the profile alone is so important. And we've talked about LinkedIn profiles throughout the podcast, and it's all over the Engineering Career Coach website. If you go there and click on the blog and do a search for LinkedIn, you'll see a bunch of different articles and posts. But just having that out there looking good is what this recruiter, how they found Josh. Because they wouldn't have found Josh if, first of all, they didn't have a profile, he wouldn't have been found. Secondly, if his profile was there, but it wasn't populated or filled out, he may have not have found him at all either. And Josh may not be in this new position where he's able to have growth. So let's go there now, Josh. How is the new job going? Good. I, I like it a lot. It's being going from a design to a, more of a product support role gives me that variety that I didn't really see as strictly design engineer. So it's keeping me on my toes and I really like it. That's great. And you feel like this company, it puts you in a much better position for potential growth? Definitely. Yes. Just for the listeners, just so they have a feel for because I, I think that one of the things that could be difficult and what we're talking about today is that identification of how do I know if I'm in a good position to grow with a company or not? Since you said that, Josh, what are some of the things that make you feel a little bit better about the position you're in as far as the company around you? Like, What are some of the signs? A lot of it had to do with like when I was going through the interview process and, you know, doing your research and I was looking up some of the people that were going to be interviewing me and showing their progression through their career within this company, I guess, laid the groundwork for the ability for me to advance and the opportunities are there. So you were seeing firsthand and hearing from other people in the company, the stories of how their career has progressed in the company, which helped you to feel confident about the atmosphere. Correct. Earlier on in our talk, you mentioned with the other company, the path wasn't that clear. Like they didn't have a real corporate structure or ladder or positions and mishmash a little bit. Is that different in the new company? Yeah, it's definitely a lot more visible. Like you can tell who's like an engineer two, engineer three, senior engineer. There's a lot of, what's what I'm looking for? I guess, yeah, it's just more visible and you can... Structure? Yeah. So there's a clear structure. There's a clear career path progression, I guess you could say, that you can see ahead of time. When you get into something like that, 
you may be listening and thinking, I don't necessarily know if I want to follow a certain structure or not. I mean, the bottom line is, is like, I think when a company has structure like that, it's a good thing because it means that they're organized. It means that there are milestones that you can reach in your career. But that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody who's like an engineer two or engineer three is going to be the same. Like you can be unique, you can have different skills, you can bring different things to the table. But having the structure within a company just makes it easier for you to see a path, for you to see goals ahead of you, as opposed to just a company that doesn't have that kind of structure. I guess you could even say infrastructure like within the company, then how do you know where you're really headed? And so I think that that's when you talk to companies, when you go through the interview process, I think Josh has brought about a couple of really interesting points here that you can consider when you go through the whole progression, right? So the first point is understand, try to do the best you can at all times to keep a good beat on whether or not you're currently in a good position to grow. That's always important. That means, do you have good people around you? Does the company have a structure in place? And continue to keep an eye on that. Are there people in the company that you have seen that are progressing? Those are all good things to do. If you notice that that's not the case, don't be afraid to look for something else. Everything is case by case basis. Josh is younger. Maybe he wasn't like overly aggressive sending out resumes and maybe you don't have to be either depending on your situation. Or maybe you feel like, you know, I really got to move. I got to get a new position. So you may be more aggressive. Then you're going to get into this interview process and you're going to look for the same flags, right? You're going to look for people in the company that you're interviewing with that have been there for a while, that have progressed over some time. I mean, you know, it's like when you go to interview for a company and you two people that are interviewing here say, you know, I've only been here for a few months, that may not be the best sign. I mean, I usually ask people that are interviewing me, how long have you been with the organization? How long have you been with the company? And if they say, well, I've been here for 12 years, it's been great. Again, like Josh is saying, these are all good signs, making you feel good and confident about the company. So think about that, number one. And then I think always a good thing to ask in the interview process is just be straight out blunt. And just say, what is the opportunities for growth in this company? What does the career path look like? What does the career progression look like for someone like me? And let them tell you, well, we've got a structured program. We've got different levels that you can build to towards partnership or ownership or whatever the case may be. These are all good things to ask. And they all play into, I think, exactly what Josh is talking about. So Josh, I guess at this point, I think you've given us a lot of good advice here. What do you do now on a regular basis with your new company just to keep yourself moving in the right direction, career-wise? Career-wise, at this point, I've only been here for a couple months, so it's still just asking a lot of questions, uh, just trying to learn the product and kind of the way of the land within the company since it is such a different environment from where I've been before here. And Josh, before we let you go, I want to ask you one more thing as related to making this transition. You mentioned that you were reached out to by a recruiter from the company that you work for. How was that process? Is there anything that you can share that you learned from going through that process that might be helpful for someone who may have to go through that process? I mean, was it a relatively easy process? They reached out to you looking for some information? And- yeah, that was easy and simple. They reached out, said they liked what they saw and my LinkedIn profile sent me the links to the online job applications, filled them out, and then they they set up interviews accordingly. So, I mean, it was, it was pretty easy on my end, I'd say. So they sent you to their website and you did something online? Yeah. And I know I'm asking like specific questions, but I'm just curious. Do you remember if they called you or reached out to you through LinkedIn initially? Initially, kind of messaged me asking if I was interested and then to set up a time for a phone call to discuss more. So they came right through LinkedIn? Yeah. It just speaks to the power of LinkedIn. And it's why we talk a lot about 
having a good profile. All right. Well, Josh, listen, it was so great to have you on the show here. I think you gave our listeners a lot of really great advice. And we appreciate that you were willing to share that advice with the listeners. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for trying me on here. All right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to jump into our Take Action Today segment of the show. And I'm going to give you a couple of quick pointers on how you can make sure your LinkedIn profile is ready should you be in the situation that Josh was in. All right, now it's time for the Take Action Today segment of this show, which is actually our 150th episode of the Engineering Career Coach podcast, which is quite a milestone. I thank all of you for listening and supporting the show. As I've told you in the past, people told me not to start a podcast for engineers because nobody would listen to it. And almost 2 million downloads later, I'm glad I did what I did. And again, thank you for all your support. So today, I'm going to talk a little bit about LinkedIn in the Take Action Today segment because you heard Josh say that that was, helped him to land this new job that's been a game changer for him. But before I do that, I want to take a moment to recognize our sponsor for today's episode, PPI. If you're preparing for the civil PE exam, you probably know that the Civil Engineering Reference Manual by Michael Lindeberg is the book to use. Michael Lindeberg is actually the founder and president of PPI, the leader in FE and PE exam prep. PPI has new prep courses available for the civil PE exam that offer complete coverage of not only the morning breath exam, but also your choice of afternoon depth exams. The course presents over 60 hours of new content and walks you through tons of exam-like practice problems. When you enroll in the live online prep course, PPI also includes on-demand lectures for free so you can start studying while you wait for the courses to begin. Through October 2017, PPI will be choosing two of our podcast listeners per month to win a $100 Amazon gift card if you enroll in this course. To enter the raffle, visit www.ppitopass.com forward slash civil prep. Again, that's www.ppi2pass slash civil prep. From there, you'll need to choose your course and check out. On the checkout page, enter the promo code PREP and then complete your enrollment. Again, you need to enter the promo code PREP before completing your enrollment to qualify for the gift card. You'll be notified on the first of the month if you won the $100 gift card. I use PPI for my PE exam prep, so I feel confident in recommending that you check out this prep course. Plus, you could win $100. Good luck. All right. So I'm a big proponent of LinkedIn. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, you know that by now. If you're a new listener, you're going to learn that pretty quickly. I think LinkedIn offers unbelievable opportunity to reach an amazing amount of people in your career and can really bring you amazing things. It's done that for me. It's helped to build the engineering career coach into the resource that it is today. The point is, is that it'll take you about one hour to log on to LinkedIn. It's completely free. Sign up and create a really good profile. And just by doing that, you now make yourself available to a lot of opportunities. And I want you to do that. I want you to go and I want you to do that because it's that important. I'm all about taking action. and That's one easy way to take action. We had two podcast episodes on LinkedIn. I'm going to give them to you right now and I'm going to link to them in the show notes of this episode, which again is episode 150. The Engineering Career Coach, episode number 51, was called Global Networking from LinkedIn and Beyond with Sanjay Gupta, which talks a lot about LinkedIn strategy. And then the Civil Engineering Podcast, and I don't care if you're a civil engineer or not, this episode will be helpful for you. It's 
the Civil Engineering Podcast, episode 31, how to use LinkedIn effectively as a civil engineer, but essentially it's how to set up your profile and use LinkedIn effectively for anyone, any engineer, any technical professional. So if you listen to that episode, you could literally walk through your LinkedIn profile while you're listening and get it set up. Please, please, please do it. And if you have questions, you can go to the show notes for this show and just leave them in there. Big things come when you make yourself available to them. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. We would love to hear your feedback, comments, and or questions. Go to engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash Josh, J-O-S-H, lowercase, where you will find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books mentioned during this episode. You can leave a question in the comments section or visit the Ask Us tab on the website. We monitor all comments and will respond if you leave us one. Until next time, please continue to engineer your own success. Thank you for listening to the Engineering Career Coach podcast. Be sure to visit engineeringcareercoach.com where you can find all past episodes and also download a free three-part video series created specifically for engineers to help you best utilize LinkedIn for networking, improve your communication and speaking skills, and also to help develop your leadership abilities. Now is the time to engineer your own success.